Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. The Mind Control Media has been spotlighting recent reports on UFOs being spotted and even shot down out of the sky. And many suspect it's laying the groundwork for the so-called fake alien invasion that has been reported on now for decades. A false flag event wherein the public is tricked into believing that aliens from outer space are invading the Earth. In his 1991 book, Behold a Pale Horse, William Cooper claimed that secret groups within the U.S. government have designed their own flying saucer technology and are planning to launch a staged alien invasion in order to create a one-world government. What I discovered was amazing. What I discovered, ladies and gentlemen, is that there has been a plan in existence since about 1917 and probably before that to create an artificial extraterrestrial threat to this earth in order to create a one world totalitarian socialist government. Nazi scientist and former head of NASA, Werner von Braun, reportedly told his assistant, Carol Rosen, that a fake alien invasion will be the final gambit of an ongoing plan to create a one-world government. And we have to prevent the weaponization of space because there is a lie being told to everyone that the weaponization of space is now first being based upon the evil empire, the Russians. There are many enemies, he said, against whom we're going to build this space-based weapon system, the first of whom was the Russians, which was existing at that time. Then there would be terrorists. Then there would be third world countries. Now we call them rogue nations or nations of concern. Then there would be asteroids. And then he would repeat to me over and over, and the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. The fake alien invasion is only possible if there are advanced technologies being hidden from the public, capable of pulling it off. And there is plenty of evidence supporting this. From the stolen and censored work of Nikola Tesla to that of John Hutchison and thousands more. According to some sources, these technologies were discovered by back-engineering alien spacecraft. But the word alien implies extraterrestrial, not from this Earth. And that's the fake part, because humanity's historical record is replete with non-human species that ruled over mankind as gods. This story is the most prolific story on Earth. The Sumerian texts, officially the oldest written documents we have, describe a non-human species that created a unique species of human via genetic modification. These non-humans then began mating with human women and created a new race of giants. This story is prevalent throughout our entire historical record and is found in practically every religious scripture on Earth. 
Nearly every culture on this planet claims to have been created by a race of godlike reptilians, most often described as serpent gods or dragons. David Icke has compiled scores of personal accounts describing an interdimensional reptilian-like species that hides in the shadows by shape-shifting and taking possession of a human's body. William Bramley's book, Gods of Eden, provides a comprehensive history of a secret brotherhood that works as an intermediary for a reptilian-like species that has been manipulating mankind for millennia. And in all these ancient accounts, we not only read about these godlike species, we read about their flying ships. In the ancient Vedas, they are called Vimanas. These ancient Vimanas were described in great detail a hundred years Very ago. Very interesting in stuff, folks. Vimanica you can find and share this video. The latest from Greg Reese, the non-human element and plans for a fake alien invasion. They aren't aliens, they're demons. Folks, we'll be back on the other side to talk about that and more. Don't go anywhere. It's Thursday, February 16th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad you're here today. We really do have a big show for you today. We'll be opening up the phone lines. Of course, as always, we'll, we, we will be joined in the third hour by David Pine. He is a expert in nuclear warfare just in time. And of course, he I, I believe the last time he was on with us was about a year ago, just before the invasion of Russia, where he laid out pretty much exactly what was going to happen and we've just been living it since then. So very excited to talk to him. Uh, very excited to take your calls as well. And I have a ton of videos, everything from the World Government Summit to a very interesting video from Ukraine that may expose more than the AP intended when they published it. We'll show you that in the next segment. Before we do that, let's get into it with your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 16th of February, 2023. Four people shot at Cielo Vista Mall in El Paso, Texas. This is a mall directly next to the Walmart where a previous mass shooting had taken place. Yes, folks, another day, another mass shooting in the United States. Questions abound, of course, uh, but none of them matter because the people in charge uh, don't care. They've decided who the bad guys are and uh, what needs to be targeted by law. And evidence of the effectiveness of these laws is uh, not exactly a major concern. They're coming after assault rifles, even though those hardly even make a dent in the percentage of uh, gun violence they're going after. Uh, white Christian men, regardless of the fact that they are also an extreme minority in cases of uh, mass shootings. Uh, none of that matters because they're not actually trying to stop mass shootings. They're trying to use mass shootings to get what they're going to get anyway, politically. The incident happened around 
uh, 5.10 p.m. on Wednesday when gunfire erupted in or near the food court at the Cielo Vista Mall in El Paso near the U.S.-Mexico border. The circumstances of the shooting were not immediately known. A spokesperson for the El Paso Police Department confirmed that four people had been shot, including one person who died at the scene. Two of the victims were taken to the University Medical Center in critical condition. The mall was put on lockdown. Uh, there were uh, two suspects uh, last time I checked. One of them at least was in uh, custody. We have one person in custody. El Paso Police Department spokesperson Sergeant Robert Gomez said at a news conference one more person might be involved as well, but he's not been detained. He added no description of the outstanding suspect was available, but they knew they didn't have any active shooters at that time. And it was uh, isolated to Cielo Mist, uh, Visto Mall. But of course, the fact that uh, there is absolutely no he said the shooting suspect was taken into custody soon after attack, but did not know the suspect's gender or age or race, apparently, or anything of the sort, which that makes me think it's probably had a little maybe maybe something to do with the cartels, maybe something to do with the rampant cartel violence uh, that is increasingly making its way across our border. And again, I get, you know, we can get into it later, but I was thinking about it yesterday and. uh Yeah, it seems to me like like America's just like a a troubled youth, you know, that occasionally just like lashes out in some horrific violent activity. And as soon as that happens, you know, all the authorities come around and the parents get called in and they get a lot of attention and they get told, you know, you, you can't be doing this. You can't be acting out this. It's unacceptable, but we're here for you. And if you ever have trouble, you don't have to act out. You you know, you got to know what's going on and they but they punish him and they you know wag their finger and then uh, and then they send him home where like his mom's just like throwing dishes at the dad and the daughter's just their sister's just like strung out on heroin and there's just like drugs and paraphernalia everywhere and if he ever does actually try to talk about concerns that he has they're just like you think you have it bad you're the worst one of this bunch and they just like abuse him and like beat him and then he, he goes off and does something violent again they're like what whatever could it be right there's just like no support at all until the massive violent event and then there's like blame and and you know occasional pretending to care about what's going on but the instant that the that the event fades to memory uh it just goes back to abuse and neglect, and you wonder why this keeps happening because you're not addressing the root issue of the problem, uh, which is the fact that our entire civilization is crumbling under the weight of fabricated leftist nonsense causes that make everything worse, infuriate everybody – like uh, you know, infuriates everybody at everybody else and divides everybody and uh, makes everybody feel hopeless and – neglected and, and violent like a troubled kid so you know this is what happens when you ignore the root causes and try to put a band-aid on a cancer diagnosis and that's what gun control is of course and that's exactly what they're doing we'll get more into it later meanwhile the who has convened an urgent meeting on a deadly marburg virus outbreak if you remember this was one of the various diseases we tagged as the next the next big thing in destroying the earth WHO emergency meeting as of Monday, nine people have succumbed to the Marburg virus, and there are 16 other suspected cases. The virus, which is considered to be a cousin of the Ebola virus, is a high re- highly virulent and uh, is, vi- is highly virulent and causes hemorrhagic fever along with many other symptoms, including fever, fatigue, and blood-stained vomit and diarrhea. 
Good Lord. Uh, and of course, Marburg is, unlike COVID, actually extremely deadly with something like a 90% death rate for those infected. The question is, what will the who do? What will the who do? Will they do what is the obvious appropriate measure, which is immediately, without hesitation, seal off in a hermetic fashion the entire area around this outbreak to, at the very least, stop its spread from there? Or will they do what they did before, which is allow the virus to spread all over the entire world before accurately uh, reporting on it because they want to use the virus as an excuse to roll out an experimental jab that otherwise wouldn't pass the uh, scientific inspection. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see. Just insane. Uh, meanwhile, the Ohio train derailment is getting more and more attention. The rail firm has pulled out of a meeting with the residents, a public meeting that was meant to ease fears about a toxic chemical spear, uh, spill in an Ohio town, only heightened anger when the rail firm at the heart of the disaster failed to show up. Representatives of the Norfolk Southern Railway Company, whose train carrying the chemicals derailed 13 days ago, causing a huge fire, cited uh, security concerns when they pulled out. They're like, have you seen the, the chemical? No, the air is poison. We're not going there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and it, it did kind of make me wonder. Remember last year when they passed the anti-lynching bill? And this was predicated on the, I mean, the rash, the, the you know, uncontrolled trend of uh lynchings of black men by white people right Right, they're passing laws for something that just literally hasn't happened in a hundred years or so but uh they pass it anyway and then you see like a mob of angry citizens uh trying to get answers from a massive international corporation that has poisoned their entire town and the surrounding several hundred miles and uh you wonder is this why they passed that is this why they passed that anti-lynching bill it wasn't about black people was it it was because you're about to launch a destabilization campaign that's going to piss people off and you need the government to protect you from the consequences of your own action i don't know just a theory meanwhile the wall street journal report uh says that you should stop eating to save money Stop eating to save money. The Wall Street Journal published a report today that suggests Americans could combat economic strife by only eating two meals per day. It's kind of like what preceded the French Revolution. Instead of uh, let them eat cake, it's let them starve. It's like even worse. It's worse than what it was. But it's also – it's like the French Revolution mixed with the Irish famine where there could be plenty of food. There's plenty of farmland. There's plenty of people to work it. There's plenty of food to go around. But – it's purposefully withheld from those that need it as a control mechanism by the most evil people in the world, the imperialist jackasses that are trying to destroy us. Hey, speaking of, there is the World Government Summit happening right now. We'll show you videos from that later in the show. Stay with us, and we'll show you a very interesting video from the Ukraine war on the other side. We're going to play a little I Spy. We're going to play a little game. Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down-and-out sleep support liquid is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper, cleaner, 
healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So John and Al sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with John and Al Sleep Support at InfoWarsStore. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or InfoWars.com or NewsWars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Just crazy things happening right now. We're going to talk about all of it. The World Economic, or it's not the World Economic Forum, actually. It's the uh, World Government Summit in the United Arab Emirates is meeting right now and saying just everything. They're just saying it. They're just telling you what they're doing. Oh, we'll get into that just a little bit. Don't you worry. We're also going to uh, follow up and continue our coverage on the Ohio chemical attack that has poisoned God only knows how many people from now long, long into the future. We'll get to that as well. We'll talk about you know, how all these things intertwine and play against each other to set the stage for total domination of humanity from the cellular level up. And of course, several virus uh, potential or actual or fabricated or manufactured viral outbreaks from the World Health Organization that we probably should worry about just a little bit. Also, I may have to save it for tomorrow, but clearly over the last couple of days, the overabundance of black-on-white crime, of just black people beating the crap out of white people, little children getting choked and slammed and uh, smashed and you know uh, forced under the threat of violence to uh, pledge allegiance to Black Lives Matter. It's, uh, it's going crazy, folks, but I really want to lay it out in a uh, comprehensive way to really get to the, the bottom of the issue. I may have to save that, that for uh, tomorrow, but it's it's getting a little, little impossible to ignore. But I want to start with something different. I want to start with the Ukraine war. A video one day ago posted by the Associated Press. It's called Ukrainian Soldiers Call for More Western Weapons. It's clip number one for us. It's only a minute and 30 seconds long. Uh, the description says, 14th February 2023, as Russia increases its attack – 
Its attacks in Ukraine's south and east, soldiers defending the front, front lines say they urgently need more ammunition and planes to win the war. That's what they're just desperately trying to, uh, to encourage. Yeah, they don't have enough weapons. No, it's uh, $200 billion, so not nearly enough. They're right on the cusp of winning while also, of course, continually suffering defeats at the hands of the Russians. But none of that really matters. I, I want to play a little game here. We're going to play this video. It's a minute, 30 seconds. Keep your eyes peeled. Look for what's out of place. Look for something that's just not quite right in this video. I don't know if you ever, you know, like the highlights magazines will have two pictures. They'll say what's changed. The old, the old Drew Carey show used to do this, right? They'd have one episode where everything was a little bit off. You would try to keep track of all the different things that weren't normal anymore. That's kind of like what we're doing. We're playing a little game here. See if you can identify something that's just not quite right in this video. Look at the details. Let's watch clip number one. It says Ukrainian soldiers call for more Western weapons. We have a drone shot. Let's keep it full screen. We've got to give people a fair chance to see this stuff. Okay. Now, you just saw it. You just saw it. If you may have missed it, but that was it. Let's keep, we'll keep the, the thing going because it pops up a couple more times. Tell me if you notice what's not quite right. As Russian ramps up its military attacks in Ukraine's south and east, soldiers on the front line say more ammunition and planes are needed to win the war or just lose it in a more expensive fashion. You see some uh, shots, yeah. All this valuable ammo. It's going to such good use. 20th, leave. They're aiming at us. Okay, keep your eyes peeled now. What's not white, What's not right here? What's out of place on the eve of NATO defense minister, blah, blah, blah. Uh, ammunition for far faster than allies can provide it. We're... We're just using the ammunition faster than we're getting it. This is your fault. Give us more. Well, more uh, NATO allies, something, something, blah, blah, war, war. And there are guns. He says, in order for us to win soon, we need fighter jets, rockets. Sure you do. Sure you do, Kurt. So the Ukrainian servicemen will not be killed, as is happening now. Little uh, truck-mounted missile launcher. And they don't want you to have assault rifles, right? Did you notice it? Anybody see what it was? Did any of the crew catch it? You probably know because you saw the spoiler spoiler alert uh, from before. Okay. If you didn't notice, let's let's go back and, and play it again. If you can scroll me to when they're, when they're walking towards the truck when they say we have to leave. Right after they say, you know, they're firing at us, we have to leave. Let's scroll back to that and, and let it roll and we'll pause it. See if you can't identify what seems to be a little bit out of place. Okay, there. They're walking towards the truck. Get ready. Get ready. And pause. Do you see what that patch is? Can we zoom in? Can we zoom? I'm really, really putting... Oh, look at this. Wizards at the controls. What is that? Is that an ISIS patch? Is that a, is that a patch of the ISIS flag right there? <laughs> That's right, folks. The AP has published a video showing Ukrainian soldiers with the ISIS flag as a patch on their arm. Just in case you were wondering who's really coordinating all of this. Am I suggesting that ISIS is somehow behind Ukraine? No, of course not. The CIA is behind both the Ukrainian forces and ISIS. They are one in the same. This is what the CIA does. It travels around the world to uh, destabilize countries and it funds and trains and arms 
radical, violent terrorist. That's what it does. I didn't actually find this myself, so uh, credit where it's due to Syrian girl who posted this on Twitter. They say uh, She says, Ukraine ran out of terrorist foreign fighters, had to reuse old stock. And she identifies that this is, in fact, the ISIS flag on a patch on the Ukrainian soldier's arm. And this is what's really happening here. There's the, uh, there's the flag. Like, why is he wearing that? Is he literally a member of ISIS? Is he, he just, maybe he's just a fan of theirs. Maybe he's just a big fan of theirs. Do you think they didn't realize this? I think the AP guy filming this just like didn't notice? Or do you think they're letting this out on purpose as a little hint as to what's really going on? Again, this is what the CIA does. This is what it has been doing. This is what the intelligence agencies do, right? You say the CIA, what you're really referencing is the international intelligence community that consists of MI5 and Mossad and the CIA all working together, not for the interest of the countries that empower them and that they ostensibly work for, but rather for themselves and against everybody who would oppose uh, their participation in the globalist grand plan to enslave the world. So again, we've known this for a while, right, that ISIS didn't just crop up out of nowhere. It cropped up right where the CIA had training bases in and around Syria. And they're the one, and they, they false flag chemical attacks and attempt to, you know, create military intervention by America in Syria. They were the primary attack vector against Bashar al-Assad and against Lebanon, I remind you. But uh, Lebanon, and the people of Lebanon were protected uh, from ISIS by uh, Hezbollah, of all people. What? <laughs> what? So you've got CIA creating a terrorist group to fight another group that the CIA deems as a terrorist group. And when they're done there, when that plan kind of fizzles out because Russia comes and steps in, and they shift the weapons and the personnel and the training to uh, Ukraine, and they just do it all again. And you're paying for it. You're allowing it to happen. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to move on to some... Videos from the World Government Summit 
in just a second. Before I do that, I actually want to play another video here, clip number two, as we are on the topic of the Russia-Ukraine war. I mean, the this, it's all pretty much coming clear at this point. Uh, the Russians mean business. They know what they're doing, and you see reports uh, echoing what I've said uh, this whole week and for a while, actually, which is that uh, Putin is ready for a long, drawn-out conflict because he knows that the longer it goes, the uh, less willing to participate the Western countries will be because the people are getting fed up with it. You had a major protest in France on the 13th of February where they were actually burning the NATO flag and demanding that we not get – that France not get uh, involved to an even greater degree in the conflict in Ukraine. It was recently revealed by uh, Seymour Hirsch that it was in fact America that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, a terrorist attack from our own government, a false flag without even bothering to falsify the flag. They're just doing it and hoping that uh, either A, uh, nobody can actually investigate or B, you can intimidate those who investigated uh, into silence. Also, of course, uh, poisoning the entire ocean with natural gas and attacking our actual allies. Begging the question, should Article 5 be invoked? After all, this was critical infrastructure for NATO countries, and it was attacked. Uh, would that not uh, spark Article 5 and actually compel the rest of NATO to go to war with us? I think it would if it was any other country, but this is America where the international rule of law is whatever the hell you want it to be. It applies when you want it to and doesn't when you don't. It's as simple as that. It's anarcho-tyranny, as we're seeing on the streets of America and the international stage. You also had uh, – you have Putin at this point almost openly threatening Western countries with nuclear disaster, sending out fleets of nuclear-armed ships and submarines just as a warning while simultaneously saying that if you continue to give weapons, including planes, to Ukraine, there's going to be dire consequences for all of you. Uh, Ukraine continually loses despite the hundreds of billions of dollars we've poured in there. The people running Ukraine are busy ousting each other from government and doing fake corruption investigations to depose their uh, rivals in the government while they spend millions of dollars on Swiss chateaus and uh, Israeli compounds. So and, – and also, of course, are out there thanking BlackRock and Goldman Sachs and other – international banking combines for uh, the investment that they'll soon be making to rebuild Ukraine, you know, once all the Ukrainian men are dead because, of course, they're running out of Ukrainian men. They're actually having to force 16- and 17-year-olds into vans to take them to the front lines and have them die in a pointless conflict that was started by their president, as, of course, yesterday was admitted by the former uh, prime minister of uh, Italy, Ber Berlusconi, who said – this is all Zelensky's fault. All he had to do was stop bombing innocent people in the Donbass, and none of this would have happened, as we've all known. But, of course, that wasn't the plan. The plan wasn't to have peace or some sort of friendly relationship with your international neighbors. It was to be a thorn in the side of Russia and essentially do the, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, until Russia lashes out so you can claim that Russia is the aggressor and launch a full-scale world war against them. That's why the alliances between Iran, Russia, and China are shoring up because they're not idiots and they can see exactly what's happening. So all of this is sort of coming to a head at this point. But how did it all start? Well, 
AP journalist Matt Lee actually did his job, a rare and surprising event, holding John Kirby's feet to the fire on NATO's encroachment onto Russia, which, of course, started this whole thing in addition to the uh, color revolution uh, sponsored by George Soros, coordinated by the CIA with militias trained by uh, deep state actors uh, just like they did in, with ISIS, uh, just like they did for Saddam before turning on him and uh, declaring he's our enemy. So this is just the cycle. They just manufacture conflict, create war, profit from it, uh, allow it to collapse, and then we have to go to war with our own weapons once again in 15, 20 years from now. It's a choice that we're making every single day that these people remain in power. Uh, but for now, let's go to this video. AP journalist Matt Lee holds John Kirby's feet to the fire on NATO's encroachment of Russia. To look at this and say the reason that the Russian army is on NATO, uh, the, the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep, is because NATO has expanded rather than the, the Russians expanding. That, in other words, NATO has moved closer to Russia rather than Russia moving closer to NATO. Is that not an accurate? way to look at this? I think that's the way President Putin probably looks at it. It's certainly yeah, not the, the way that we look way. at it. You don't, you don't think that NATO has expanded eastward toward Russia? NATO has expanded, okay. and, and the expansion so the has reason, been a good thing for... So the reason that the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is not the fault of the Russian army, not the... It's not the Russian army that's done it. It's NATO has moved closer to move east. I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO who was ordering, you know, upwards of 15 battalion tactical groups to within 10 kilometers of the border with Ukraine. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO who put little green men inside Ukraine to destabilize okay. eastern well, I'm states. I'm pretty sure that Ukraine yes, is not a member of NATO. Exactly what so we did. unless that's changed. It's not, it's not okay. changed. But I'm so, pretty sure the movement by Russia is Russia. If NATO has moved east. The reason that the Russian army is closer or on NATO's doorstep is because NATO moved. Not NATO is not an, an anti-Russia alliance. Yes, NATO is a security alliance. Oh, for, for 50 years, it was an anti-Soviet alliance. So do you, not understand it, so do you not understand how or can you not even see how the Russians would perceive it as a, as a threat? And the fact that it keeps getting closer to their border while their troops... I mean, the, the places where their troops are, you say their troops are, and may, may have been in Ukraine and Georgia, are not NATO members. I don't have, I'm not going to pretend to know what goes in President Putin's mind or Russian military commanders. I mean, okay. I barely got a history degree at the University of South Florida. Right. What, I can tell you, what I can tell you is that, is that uh, NATO is a defensive alliance. It remains a defensive alliance. Fair enough, but it has moved east, oh correct? I mean, that's just yeah. a it fact. It has expanded, absolutely. Right, exactly. But it's there's no reason for anybody to think the expansion is a hostile or threatening move. Oh and we've been saying God. that throughout the last 15 years, well, Matt. Like you're, you're moving closer to Russia. You're blaming the Russians for being close to NATO. No, no, no. That's, that's exactly what Hegel's We're blaming the Russians for violating the territorial integrity of Ukraine and destabilizing okay. the security Which situation. Which is not a NATO member. Which is not a NATO member. I, I, I see Other you countries still threatened. My God, folks. They can't even come up with a good reason as to why they're lying. Like, he's literally just like, well, well, look, I'm an idiot. Oh, look, I barely even got a degree. Why are you asking me this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? What? It's like, so NATO's been moving closer to Russia, right? Russia hasn't been moving closer to NATO. He's like, uh, I know that's what Putin believes. It's like, yeah, because that's real. Because apparently Putin tells the truth and you people are just 
shameless liars, even when your lies are just laid out bare in front of you. Like they have nothing. They have no excuse. They have absolutely no excuse for their actions. And he says, Russia, it's, you know, Russia, not NATO, sending little green men in to destabilize Ukraine as if 2014 didn't exist, as if that didn't happen, as if it isn't a well-known and acknowledged thing that we have CIA training operations in Ukraine to arm and train militias just like we did with ISIS, to destabilize the country, that we were behind the coup that ousted a duly elected president and installed one ourselves. Like, do they really think you're this stupid? Uh, and again, it's just, you know, it goes back to like the, the vaccine thing of just like, are they all in on it? And the answer is yes, they have to all be in on it because it's so obvious. It's so in your face and absurd what they're trying to claim, the claims that they're making or the the – just things they're omitting. Like everybody in that room knows it. Every editor of every newsroom knows exactly what's really going on. They know exactly how this all started and where it's all going and that the Russians have not done anything that the Americans are claiming that they have in order to, you know, create this war. So they're all in on it. Like they have to all be on in on it. These people are murderous psychopaths. Like there is no word too strong. There is no measure too strong to oust these people from power. It is the fate of the world we're dealing with, and they have their finger on the self-destruction. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. Mm, it tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mmm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Infowars. 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 I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
keep your hand on your guns, ladies and gentlemen. Do not let it out of your sight. It's so obvious where all of these various threads are leading. Keep your hand on your gun. Where all of the manipulation is leading. Where all of the world government policies are leading. They're destroying farmland. They're destroying the farmers themselves economically. They're attempting to replace the very natural order of the world with a technocratic imposition that they themselves control. It's so very simple. And all of their policies, while doing absolutely nothing to fight the problems that they supposedly are designed to fight, uh, do happen to all align in that they destroy anything that makes you able to defend yourself against them. There's a reason that they want to target white guys with assault rifles, right? And it's not because they're the ones doing the mass shootings. It's because there's the ones that might actually resist the takeover when it enters its kinetic phase. But, it, you know, they're, they're having a coming out party. And I'm going to try not to comment on this too much because I do want to go to all three of these videos in this segment today. These are the three videos that came out of the World Government Summit 2023 that they are having at this point. But it's worth reminding you that this is simply the public face of what has been going on in the background for decades, if not centuries. In the world, in other words, the very same interests that control the World Economic Forum and the World Government Summit, the world government itself, the body that convenes every couple of years or every couple of months at this point to set policy and then distribute it to their actuaries in the national governments for implementation. They're the same people that have been doing this for a long time. They've just been doing it in the shadows because prior to the open and free internet, they were able to maintain complete secrecy about this. I don't know if you remember this, but 10 years ago, if you talked about the Bilderberg group or the World Economic Forum, they would have called you a conspiracy theorist and said there's no way that's happening. What? World leaders gathering together in secret to discuss policy? That's illegal. We would never do that. And of course, they were doing it and they still are. So now they've decided that because they can't maintain total secrecy, the better tactic is to uh, come out and manage the uh, you know, uh, exposure, uh, manage the reaction to what they're proposing. They've been planning this for a very long time. They're simply implementing it now, and they're doing it in a way that they uh, are getting everybody to come along with it. I'll explain it a little bit more on the other side, but let's go to just some of what they're talking about. Uh, clip number nine here. This is Ian Brimier, or Brimmer, rather, president and founder of the Eurasia Group at the World Government Summit 2023 in Dubai yesterday. Let's watch. We see that misalignment playing out, and all of them are challenging globalization. They're all creating some of the crises that we see in our headlines around the world and in this region today. Is that those crises create the seeds of a new order. And that's all of this nationalism, all the protectionism we see around the world. My country's been doing it. Donald Trump said, America first. Now, that, that is not meant to appeal to people outside the U.S. It's globalization adrift. It's globalization constrained. But it's also globalization continuing. And I think that's really critical. A few takeaways from that. The EU will be politically stronger in a more challenging environment. Economically and from a security perspective, you will see the EU with stronger energy policy, fiscal policy, health policy, defense policy, and tech policy than at any point since the EU was created. Because of these crises, 
because of the geopolitical concerns, because of the pandemic, heck, because of Brexit. We see NATO stronger, too. Again, I, I don't think I have to elaborate on this. They're actually just telling you this. They're telling you that nationalism is an impediment to the implementation of their globalist policies, and they're blaming the crises that we're experiencing on nationalism. As if you're that stupid, as if you don't have a brain and can't comprehend for yourself what's causing these crises. I mean, you can just go down the list. The energy crisis, partly as a consequence of the pandemic response, which was a globalized singular response dictated by an unelected international body, the WHO, the opposite of nationalism, but exacerbated and maximized by the war in Ukraine, also a globalist plan, a globalist scheme, a globalist endeavor that they've set out upon. The, the violence and chaos across the board all has to do with globalism. So, I mean, they're telling – but they're also telling you they're blaming these crises on nationalism just without even trying to provide evidence for how nationalism could have possibly caused these. It doesn't matter, right? So they cause the problems, and then they – he literally said these crises are creating the seeds of a new world order. In his words, the crises that we're facing right now are the seeds for the new world order. Now, he wants you to believe nationalism caused them, which is retarded, and if you believe that, you are too. This is globalist cause. All of these are being caused by globalism. All of these are being caused by globalist forces or by the literal implementation of globalism itself. He blames Brexit. Brexit never even happened. Brexit was a vote that basically just got bureaucratized away into nothingness. So what the hell did Brexit do? When Trump was president, we didn't start any new wars. There was no catastrophe. There was no uh, major you know, collapse of, of the economy. Quite the opposite until, of course, the globalists – from you know the Peter Daszak from EcoHealth Alliance from the UK and the scientists from uh, the CIA and the NIH in America cooperating with the uh, government with the Chinese government in Wuhan to create a virus to then release it around the world and coordinate the response with the World he- uh, uh, the World Health Organization to then manufacture a vaccine by Pfizer that again was spread all over the world. What part of that was nationalistic again, or is all of this by definition globalism? I mean. How thick do you have to be or how thick do they – these people think that you are, that they think they can pull this over on you? These people are the most murderous group of psychopaths the world has ever seen. Let's go now to clip number 19. World Government Summit panel says they need a shock to create the new world order transformation. Let's watch. How, how is this transition going to happen? I mean I, I agree, totally agree that the world order, the way it is built today, doesn't make any sense. That is, is not in line with the economic – powers like India, Brazil, or Germany, you know, that they don't have a, they don't have a, a massive role in the, in the international order. But to me, the big question is, so how we are going to go through this transform? It has to be, it cannot be gradual. It has to be, has to be driven by a, part, for, by a certain shock that will happen. So now we will reconsider this entire... No, so if your question is that this period could be turbulent, could have violence, yes. could have conflicts, we are already living it. Yeah. I think the last, the last five or six years tell us that we are going through a rather turbulent phase. Mm-hmm. We have lost a large part of humankind. 
to the pandemic because we were all selfish. We, did, we were not willing to share. We were not willing to cre use the global institutions to deliver uh, responses to different parts of the world. We have lost people. Now, how much more bloodshed do we need to understand that the, the transition is upon us? The transition is upon us. We created the transition. World Government Summit panel discusses the shock needed for the New World Order transformation. Uh, to quote him exactly, quote, it cannot be gradual. It must be a shock. Cannot be gradual. It must be a shock. So what we're experiencing now with the helicopters falling out of the sky and the planes almost wrecking into each other on the tarmac and the, uh, you know, daily example of some massive explosion. Do you know there was another fire at a, at a, a chemical place? Uh, I can't remember where it was this time, but it's just just another one, right, on top of the truck falling over yesterday, on top of the trains falling over the day before, on top of the massive nuclear-level explosion in Ohio. So, we, like, these are the these are, this is the buildup. This is the destabilization. This is where they create the panic and the fear that when the real shock comes, everybody's so out of their minds that they're able to be controlled in the exact same way that they did with COVID. This is all a plan. It's all on purpose. These are psychopathic, anti-human genocidists that are telling you this, okay? Let's go to uh, clip number 11 to finish it out. The, uh, the, the man in charge himself, Klaus Schwab, addressing the 2023 World Government Summit in Dubai. Our life in 10 years from now will be completely different, very much affected, and who masters those technologies in some way will be the master of the world. The master of the world. So just to, just to solidify, here's why I wanted to play all three videos. You've got on, in one day at the World Government Summit, you've got – Klaus Schwab saying we are going to be the masters of the world by dominating the technologies that will emerge in the next 10 years. You have them saying that a shock is necessary. It can't be a gradual change. It has to be a shock to bring about globalism, that nationalism is standing in the way, and that the crises that are being created right now are the seeds for the new world order. They're telling you exactly what they're doing. They are announcing what they're doing. If you let them do it, we really do deserve to be slaves under their yoke. If they're telling you what they're doing and you can't stop them from doing it, well, that's why they justify their actions. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. So it's the world government is already in charge. They are using their 
questionable and unelected power to bring about total destruction. Now, we'll, we'll start with this. But, like, they're telling us what they're going to do. We can predict everything because it's obvious because they're telling us what they're going to do. So it's not that difficult. I wish more people would pay attention. But here's what I said on um, Twitter yesterday. The World Economic Forum or the the World Government Summit is just the public-facing version of what has existed for decades. It's their coming out party. I corrected it to centuries because after all, it's been a while that these same interests have been at the helm. I said the same interests have coordinated economic and geopolitical activities for a while, but they kept their influence hidden because if people knew, there would be hell to pay. Now people are docile enough that they can safely reveal their intentions and manage the reaction. Also, the advent of the free internet meant that total secrecy was no longer a feasible policy, so they cloaked their tyrannical schemes in pleasant phrases such as climate change or equity while simultaneously pumping out propaganda to manufacture consent and censoring their more vocal critics. It's really – it's – this isn't hard to understand. This isn't some sort of occult conspiracy theory. It's just like this is just what they're doing. I'm just observing reality for what it is and also having some memory of recent history and some knowledge of the history before I was born. Like that's all it takes and just the the pattern recognition ability to project – an obvious continuation into the future and looking at what that might look like. These people are at war with us. And it really is as simple as that. And as much as like I'm 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 kind of frustrated at this point because you know, like with the with the on Sunday or whatever with the UFOs and the Ohio train derailment is people like are we being attacked are we at war it's like (laughs) yeah 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 no we are yeah we are at war right now we are the being the subjected to warfare on a chemical psychological physical level it's happening all around you you're just not fighting you're just not fighting back you're just the the villager being massacred by the helicopter floating above you just you know, pumping 50 millimeter shells into your hut. Like this is, yeah, you're under attack. You should stand up for yourself. But everybody recognized the lockstep document during COVID. It's a big thing, right? Oh my God, it predicted COVID exactly. Everybody use, everybody references it. Talk to anybody in the, just minutely aware of what's going on in the world. Nobody knows the lockstep document. They all know it was made by the Rockefeller Foundation. They all know it predicted not just the virus outbreak, exactly how and where it would originate, but also what the consequences would be. Why is nobody talking about hack attack? Why is nobody talking about the new situation that also falls directly in line with everything we're talking about? I've talked about it like 10 times. I'm sure the audience is sick of it. I'm sick of saying it, but nobody cares apparently. Nobody else has read the rest of this document. It's so frustrating. Like you need to get this information. You need to share this information. You need to spread this information because nobody else is finding it apparently. Hack attack, an economically unstable and shock-prone world in which governments weaken, criminals thrive, and dangerous innovations emerge. We've been over this over and over, but all of the earthquakes, all of the – 
migrant crises that are being created. Uh, in 2015, it says the U.S. reallocated a large share of its defense spending to domestic concerns, pulling out of Afghanistan, where the resurgent Taliban seized power once again. In Europe, Asia, South America, and Africa, more and more nations lost control of their public finances, along with the capacity to help their citizens and, remain, and retain stability and order. Uh, in the face of global food and resource shortages to reduce exports by of agricultural produce and commodities, other rapidly disintegrating uh, government powers, safety nets evaporating, violence and crime room, uh, grew more rampant. Countries with ethnic, religious, or class divisions saw especially sharp spikes in hostilities. Separatists dramatically expanded guerrilla campaigns. I mean, it's all laid out here. What they're going to do, what they're planning, this is the beginning of the global earthquake. It will culminate in either the release of an actual 90% deadly virus like Marburg or in a cyber attack that will shut down all the infrastructure only to be rebuilt. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the Info War. You're quite literally at war with these people. They're poisoning the water and the food supply. They are consolidating their control over national governments. They are eliminating dissidents, imprisoning peaceful protesters, opening the borders. In Europe, it's because of the war in Syria that they started. In uh, America, it's the southern border and all of the states in South and Central America that the CIA has ruthlessly destabilized and is being run by the cartels that are in cooperation with the spy agencies and the non-governmental agencies that are coordinating with the UN to fund, instruct, and carry the migrants over the border and then instructing them on how to circumvent American laws. I mean it's so simple. It's so obvious what's going on. They're just doing it out in the open. It's just – it's not being spoon-fed to the American people, and so they have no interest in actually finding out any of this, no interest in discovering – What's actually going on because if they're not spoon-fed, it, it just doesn't exist. Just – it's just uh, – everything's normal. Everything's normal I guess. Everything's fine. It's just, you know, hey, maybe you just get shot going out to, to eat one day. You know, Maybe uh, the guy that murders you gets let out because of equitable justice and goes on to uh, murder somebody else the next day. Do these things just happen? Is We just have to live with this? We just have to accept this is a part of modern life or can we actually – enforce the laws that are on the books can we actually stick to the plan that was laid out for us by our ancestors knowing exactly what was real and what was right what was natural what was good i mean it's it's just completely absurd that and i gotta find this clip i gotta find this clip from from the vietnam uh documentary problem is i watched the, the whole damn documentary in one sitting it's like 15 episodes but it was 19 i think it was 1969 because these people are talking about what happened in 1969 again as if it was just like a wonderful like it was a movement it was a popular movement we all just did this 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 one girl she's describing her all all female college in new york and she describes that in a single year everything changed in one year like at the beginning of the year it was like all the rules were strictly enforced it was like you had to be back in your dorm by 12 midnight no boys were even allowed on campus or in the building, but certainly not at night. There was very strict, you know, no smoking, no drinking. And, you know, these laws, these rules, these strictures were in place because, well, you had families that are still very traditional and they're sending off their young daughter uh, to a 
a strange big city and you want to know that there are authorities there looking out for her in her best interest and keeping track of you know what's going on in the same way that you would as a caring parent. Uh, and then in that one year, it was like she's just like it just it just all went away. It was no you could come and go whenever you wanted. There were boys everywhere. It was parties all the time. It was weed. It was uh, you know booze. It was sex and birth control. And you know we used to have a uniform, but we didn't have a uniform anymore. All of this happened in one year. And it was like yeah, because this was a a plan. This was societal engineering that took place. This didn't just happen organically. That didn't just – you don't have a, a system that's been in place for 100 years go away in a single year just out of some you know, shared you know, mental revelation that everybody just happens to have at the same time. It was because the media – it was because of the propaganda. It was because of the agitation of a coordinated activists who just caused a nuisance and wouldn't shut up until they got their way. And the authorities just didn't know how to deal with this influx and to deal with it. And it's like that's what we're going through right now. That's exactly what we're going through. And it's like and it's like when you're going through it, you can't see that it's happening somehow or you think it's somehow natural or good or uh, occurring because it's just like the, the, the force of the societal change has been held back for so long. And finally, the dam has broken and the truth has come out. It's like it couldn't be farther from the truth. Five years ago, there was no such thing as like transgender movement and putting girls in boys bathrooms like that never existed now half of all girls in middle school say they're transgender you think that's natural you think that just it was going to be that way and and it was the restrictive fascist society that was holding it back no it's that a unnatural artificial imposed ideology has been injected into our society forcibly and has forcibly changed things for a purpose in a program of social engineering it happened in 1969 we're still dealing with the effects of that today it's happening again and the ultimate effects will be the total uh, abolishment of all things natural and good like it's not like marriage was made up in the 1950s right it's literally as old as humanity itself it is the oldest institution you could possibly find marriage maybe changes form here or there the occasional one will have multiple wives for one husband or the other way around like it occasionally moves a little bit but the idea of a man and a woman coming together for life to raise kids in the next generation and then those kids doing that same thing and all being part of the, the same lineage and living together and passing on your knowledge and your your you know traditions this is humanity that's what being a human is that's what they're destroying that's what they're abolishing forcibly with their propaganda with their psychological campaigns with their intimidation and you know physical campaigns of uh, assault and terrorism against anybody that would stand up against them this is happening at a supranational coordinated level and the purpose of it is to strip you of all things natural and good that tie you to reality so they can dislocate you and do with you what uh, what they will. They don't want you being able to throw seeds on the ground, grow food, eat the food, feed your food to your chickens, eat the chickens' eggs, slaughter the chickens, raise more chickens. They aren't involved in that process because it's natural, because the earth is bountiful and you can take advantage of that because God gave it to us. They are at war with God. They're at war with nature. They're doing everything they can to usurp him and place themselves in his place to be the subjects of your worship because that's what, that's what you have to do. If they say you worship us or we turn your food card off – you're going to worship these people because you want to eat. You're going to worship them or die. And once they've destroyed you spiritually, it won't even be that big of an issue for you. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know how people don't get this. <laughs> they're just doing it. They're doing it. They're telling you they're doing it. They're not hiding it. The effects are evident in your personal life. You're probably paying twice as much for food this year as you were two years ago. I don't have to tell you this. You should be able to see this for yourself. I don't know how people don't get it. I think it might just be too much for some people. But why? Why is this too much? Why is this too intense for some people to understand and recognize and fight? Because you have to fight back? Yeah, you have to fight back. I I don't get it. If you're underwater, you have to try to swim. If you're being choked, you have to punch your assaulter in the face and breathe like literally it's, these are just people being being choked to death or like somebody's coming at them with a knife and they're like huh, if i have to fight them i have to i don't want to fight them eh, well, i'll just die so, yeah, you know it's just like okay all right then i guess we'll just die i guess we'll just die they're just like well but it's so hard to fight it's so hard to fight it's so easy to just close my eyes and drift off into darkness it's just like i don't know and and you know, the big thing here, because it's like, obviously I'm like frantic right now because like it's all coming down. But at the same time, it's because it's because it's, it's frustration in the fact that it's so easy to cast these people off. It's so easy to identify and eliminate our enemies. It's not hard at all. And so it's frustrating that just nobody's doing it. It's frustrating that's just not being done. It's not frustrating because it's impossible or it's hard or it's, you know, anything of the sort. So the fact that they are unleashing all of these things all at once, the UFO crisis, the China invasion, Russia is about to take over all the world, uh, nukes on the, on the horizon. We've got you know, uh, chemical explosions and you know, there's a meteorite. Like there's a meteorite over Texas yesterday, but the reporting on it wasn't like, oh, a, a meteorite lit up the, the night sky. It was like you know, flashing alarms, like alert, explosion sighted over you – know, so everybody's like on edge. Everybody's like looking around the corner of like what's the next big disaster, and that's the energy that they're going to captivate and utilize for themselves. It's that like, oh my god, everything's coming down. What do I do? I need an authority figure to tell me what to do. I need somebody to protect me. That's the opening that they're looking for. So we don't need them, and you don't need to be panicked at all of this. You need to be heartened and – uh, reinvigorated and reminded that you're fighting for humanity against a force of evil that is in open rebellion against God. So you don't need to be scared of it. You don't need to be uncertain of it. You should be certain in what they're doing. You should be certain in what's coming next. You shouldn't be frightened by all these little tricks they're playing and all this little fear-mongering they're doing. You should laugh at their fear-mongering and go right at the heart of the thing. Grab the bull by its horns, take it to the ground, cut its throat, politically, metaphorically, or whatever. I just want to survive, and I want my kid to live in a world where he's not a despised minority. Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists and minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated. Because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same psyop today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts that what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and t-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you.
The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Now, almost halfway through today's show, I don't even think I've mentioned uh, InfoWars Store once. I... I don't. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Uh, everything that we're laying out here again, it's not. It's not new. It's not unexpected. Alex Jones at Infowars has been talking about this for the last two decades. Why do you think they targeted us? Right? Why do you think they have slated us for destruction? It's not because we're wrong. It's because we're right, and we've survived. I mean, frankly, it's a miracle that we've been here this long. And we're, we're still ahead of the curve. We're still ahead of what everybody else is reacting to. I keep bringing it up, but it's just so shocking to me that people are like, we under attack? Are we under attack right now? A train just exploded in Ohio. Are we under attack? They're just like they're, – they're walking around the, the completely gutted remains of like Dresden after the, a firestorm bombing. And there's just like nothing but the stone crumbling facades of what was once a great city. And they're like, is this – is this normal? Are we under attack? Right? Yes, you're under attack. Yes, you've been under attack. Yes, you and your children and your, your mind, your psychology, your spirit, your body, your hormones, your fertility, your history. It's all under attack. It's all under concerted, unified, coordinated attack. Please, for the love of God, wake up. That's all it takes. All it takes is your awareness. All it takes is your being awake to fend this off. That's it. You wake up, you realize what they're doing, you reject it outright. You put these, this knowledge into action through activism, through engagement, through getting elected to public office or holding your public office holders to account, to avoiding, ignoring, or mocking the propaganda that they come out with, to telling your friends and getting them on board against this movement because they might be rolling all of this out. They might have the facade or the appearance of total control. They still have to contend with humanity. If it was up to them, the World Economic Forum and the World Government Summit wouldn't be public things with YouTube videos where you can see what they're saying. They would much prefer to be behind a veil of secrecy, to be behind that uh, Wizard of Oz curtain hiding who they really are. That wasn't possible because people like Alex Jones battered that curtain down, (laughs) set fire to it with a bullhorn. And expose these people for what they were. 
So they had to respond to that. They had to take strategic measures to continue their operation outside of the shield of secrecy. So that's what they're doing now. But they've had to they had to do that because of our activism, because of our engagement, because we are battering this down with everything that we've got. So they still have to contend with humanity. They still don't have everybody, and their their lip their uh, uh, grip is loosening. They're losing grip on humanity as, as more and more people realize what they're doing and know they don't have their best interest in mind. These people at the top. So. They're accelerating because they're in a panic, because the awakening is happening, and InfoWars has had a huge, if not primary, role in this discovery by humanity. So we're going conti- to continue doing this. We're going to continue sounding the alarm. We're going to continue raising the red flag and sounding the, the air raid sirens and letting you know you're under attack. All we ask is that you support us in this mission. It is literally a fight for humanity, and all we ask is that you contribute – to the war fund, purchase your war bonds in the info war in the form of supplements that can actually help protect you against at least some of the more insidious or secretive clandestine manipulations that they're engaged in. The fluoride in the water, the lack of nutrition in the food, the GMOs, and the, again, unnatural effects that they have on you and and by extension the entire community you can defend yourself from these by going to infowarsstore.com restocked for the first time in years is prebiotic fiber it's back in 40 percent off the us fda recommends adults get at least 25 grams of fiber per day but between stress time lack of nutrition fiber tends to be left behind others will use expensive supplements that have cheap prebiotics and loads of chemicals that's why our team worked hard to bring back prebiotic fiber our most advanced formula yet just one of the many Incredible bombshell, super effective supplements you can find at InfoWarsStore.com on massive discount. And best of all, it is a true 360 win. Not only are you supporting yourself and your own health, you're also supporting humanity in this life-or-death struggle against the enemies of God. So hope you can contribute knowing that your money is going directly towards this literal war we are fighting with everything we've got we're all in all we ask is that you ante up prebiotic fiber now 40 percent off we're gonna open up the phone lines now for the remainder of this hour we'll be joined by david pine the director at the national emp task force as that will be the next stage or it very well likely will be um an emp a cyber attack of some sort that's what hack attack is all about that's what the cyber pandemic rhetoric has been about the last couple of years. That's what the the big shock, they say, is necessary to deal with the crises that are being created by them. So that's what's happening next. Whether it's an EMP or a cyber pandemic-style attack, the uh, collapse is likely around the corner. And again, I don't say that to fearmonger. I say that to make you aware of what's coming, right? If you're standing in the road and you don't know there's a car driving at you, it's like it's not fear-mongering to go, jump out of the way. There's a car coming, right? What they want you is to be in a state of fear where you're like, somebody save me. What I'm trying to say is you have legs. Get up and move. Get out of the way of the car. Find out who's driving it. We're going to go to some videos and some uh, more stories about the Ohio 
uh, derailment soon. Did I give out the number? 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. Taking your calls for the next several seconds, uh, several segments. <laughs> it'll, it'll be hundreds of seconds. Trust me. Um, I wanted to read this story. I was looking for it yesterday because we were talking about some of the uh, migrant uh, crimes being committed in uh, Europe, which, again, is exploding right now. Again, as a, as a consequence of the open border policies that are a key aspect of globalism uh, that themselves are being taken advantage of because of the wars that were started in Syria by the globalists. So again, the globalists start a, start a policy. They create a solution that creates a whole bunch of other problems. And, and uh, again, I don't even like reading this, but I will because you need to know what's going on. And because uh, you know, while we talk about this happening at a global level, things sort of get lost in the mix, right? One death is a tragedy, a thousand is a statistic. Well, this is just one example of one of the victims of these policies who will never receive true justice. Uh, This is back from 2014. Uh, One girl was sexually exploited after a local authority outside Bristol set her up alone in a flat at the age of 16 in a deprived inner city neighborhood, although she had been described as having the emotional development of a three-year-old. Within hours of arriving, she was spotted by drug dealers who set up a base in her new home and forced her to work as a prostitute. The abuse continued for months, even after she told care workers about what was happening. The girl's 14-year-old sister was subsequently raped during a visit. This is, this is your daughter or your sister under a globalist regime. The authorities themselves hand her over to drug dealers to prostitute and rape her, despite the fact that she is mentally uh, incapable and has the mentality of a of a three-year-old and then they cover up who did it because they have racial considerations to take into account the cavalry has arrived ultimate bone broth is the strongest highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints your bones your muscles your heart but more importantly your immune system everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there, and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. I was maybe going to go to some videos, but it looks like we've got some very interesting calls. And I want to go to some of these, uh, some, some dichotomous calls as well. Patriot in Texas wants to say that American Journal is the best news on earth, but Kelly in Colorado disagrees wholeheartedly with everything I'm saying. So let's start with Kelly. Uh, Kelly in Colorado, you disagree wholeheartedly with uh, well, with let, what I'm saying? Wait, 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 
Harris, I'm a first-time caller, and I, I just, I mean, the first time to your show. First of all, I love you. You have the best show of the three, and I am a total InfoWars supporter. I've been supporting for 20 years. What I'm trying to say is, dude, what do you want anybody else to do? We've done everything. We've gone to the school boards. We've gone to the local local uh, uh, government. We went to the freaking uh, Washington, and they arrested everybody, and they're still in jail. The next thing happens, you know, we need a full-on full civil war, but that'll never happen because there's nobody to organize it. I mean, what what can possibly happen? I ran for, I was a Ron Paul delegate, and that didn't go through back in the day. They took the damn election from Trump. We'll see what happens again this next time. What do you suggest? Everything that you already kind of suggested today has already been tried, and zero has come out of it. Uh, no, you're, you're right. We're, we're in a, we're between a rock and a hard place, but that's why, you know, that's why our tactic is the info war that, you know, as much as, as we all know, this is going on. I've said it a million times, go talk to a random person. Like next time you're in a shop and you're next to somebody, just go, have you ever heard of this guy, Klaus Schwab? They've never heard of him. They have no idea who he is. They've never heard of the world economic forum. So it's, it's not a matter. It's not a matter of having to come up with new things. It's a matter of having a critical mass of humanity awake to what's going on because right now it's, it's a, it's a numbers game and people just don't know what's going on. They don't care what's going on. Harrison, wait a minute. What is the critical mass? You could have every single person in this freaking country fully awake and they don't care. What's what's gonna what's gonna happen then? They're gonna keep doing what they're doing, and no matter what the critical mass is, everybody's gonna go. Well, we all know what they're doing. Well, now wait. what? Well, wait, hold on. You've mentioned taking over the school boards. Has that not been effective and actually stopped a lot of the the progress of the of the progressivism? I mean, have we not had? Uh, tangible effect when it comes to taking over school boards and getting rid of the uh, pornography? Has, has Florida not done an incredible job of expelling a lot of that and, you know, uh, taking over Disney if, it, if that's what it takes? I mean, Florida is sort of a, a great example. When you have a critical mass that gets people into power, we still have an electoral system. Yes, it's screwed over. Yes, it's manipulated. But a lot of that is done before anybody ever gets to the ballot box through the control of information like the Hunter Biden laptop, which is being exposed. And we have more people in Congress now who are investigating that and on committees actually digging into it and issuing subpoenas. So, I mean, there's not a, there's not a solution that will happen and everything will be fixed tomorrow. This is a gradual movement. We are having an effect and the snowball is starting to roll down the hill, but you can't be satisfied until we have victory. So as much as some of these things have been effective and we are seeing movement in them, we need to continue to get more people on our side, more people active, more people involved. I mean, how do you think it got to this point? It didn't get to this point overnight. It got to this point through decades of uh, clandestine subversion and infiltration into our systems. We need to reverse that uh, in an equally powerful way. So, I mean, some of the things you pointed out, yes, January 6th was a trap largely, and that's – uh, screwed up, and we are still working very hard to uh, try to expose that and try to get people, you know, into positions of power that they can investigate what really went on there. And word is, and we'll see if it happens, but the word is that the committee is now uh, that's in place now, and the weaponization of government is going to release all the FBI footage, and that'll help to expose a lot of that. I mean, a lot of these things have been effective, uh, but they haven't solved the problem yet. So. You know, the things that you're mentioning, the school boards especially, this is evidence of how we can make a change. We can have a positive impact when people are aware and uh, and ignited. Am, am I am I wrong? No, I kind of I agree. But I, 
I think it's going to take way more than a top, than a bottom up. It's going to take some top down. It's going to take. Some, you better pray to God that. Okay, because I know I know you don't follow the you don't like the Q thing. I'm saying Q's real, but it's not. It might not be good. Trump is. If, I mean, if you know who Pat Patel is, and you know all those guys, they're behind Q, right? Okay, but I'm not saying it's good. You better pray to God that those guys are actually really doing something behind the scenes. Because if they're not. If Trump's not really working with a bunch of dudes like Cash Patel and, and like he does with his, I can't even say their names right now, but there's this clandestine thing going on in the background, and uh, we better pray to God that that's because that, we're going to need that as well as the, as the bottom up. It's no, going to take both sides. I totally it'll agree. never happen. I totally agree. You're, well, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't think it'll ever happen, then you're right. If, if uh, you know, you take your eye off the ball, then you'll miss it. I mean, that that's just how it goes. So I... Uh, you know, look at look at Trump's proposals. I mean, even just with Trump is coming out with uh, in the last couple months with, uh, you know, talking about banning mutilation of children, even if it's under the guise of transgender confirmation care, uh, going to war with the cartels where we are our, our military should actually be. I mean, the U.S. military is collapsing at this point. I even have a story today from Infowars. Pentagon admits to overdose epidemic media. So even if we don't do anything, the American military is not even going to have the power to oppress us in the way that the powers that be would want us to uh, if, if things just continue as they are, especially if we st- uh, hold steadfast on guns and don't give an inch on uh, gun well, control. Kind of, yeah, but then China's right around the corner, though. <laughs> what? Is, oh, China? China, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so the other thing is that we, we are already reaching a huge number of people uh, like me, like you, just regular people. We don't necessarily have we don't pull the strings of power. We don't have positions of authority. What we need are the billionaires and the millionaires and the activists who have all of this money and have all of this power but have no concept of what's actually going on. I've talked about this before. I was talking about like the boomer menace, right? What I'm mainly talking about is people that are between 60 and 80 at this point who are in like you know seats of authority that think – that they can just do their business over here, you know, they just do business and make money, and then over here maybe they'll do some activism. They need to understand that their enemies are combining these things and they're using their power uh, to progress their political agenda and that they need to also be doing that. So it's almost like the critical mass we need to reach is in one part a a wide swath of the population, but to really have change, we need to get some of the people like Elon Musk. I mean look at what Elon Musk has been able to do with Twitter. One dude with enough power and enough chutzpah and enough understanding of what's going on has exposed what's going on at Twitter, has exposed the uh, corruption on the FBI, has given tens of thousands of people their Twitter accounts back and given uh, once again free speech to this national town square. I mean that's what we need. So – and and – a lot of these guys are just behind the times, and they hate China, and they're very patriotic. But these are the type of people that will, that will like, they'll like work tooth and nail to bring a factory back to America, and they'll celebrate. They're like, we did it, we got a factory back in America, and then they'll staff the whole thing by H one B visas from India and Mexico. And it's like, what are you doing? How do you not comprehend the totality of what we're up against? It's not, it's not all economic. Just because America has a economic interest in this. Uh, factory that you're bringing in. It does nothing for the wider American populace. And that's what people don't understand that are in positions of power. So uh, I, I thank you very much for your call, Kelly. I was, 
I really, th- I really thought we'd gotten a liberal. I really thought Patty's the only liberal that calls in. I really thought somebody had called in who just wanted to disagree with me, and I could have just slammed him down. But instead, me and Kelly are just like, it's, it's bad, and we need to work harder. No, it's even worse, and we need to work even harder. So it's like we agree, maybe we disagree on the uh, the level of hope that we have. But thank you so much for for your support and the call. And uh, and look again. I really, I really do see this as a war. I really do see myself, weirdly enough, uh, as like a, uh, I don't know, c- colonel in this, right? Alex Jones is the general, and I'm like his, his aide de camp or whatever it is. And you know, the the primary thing it takes to win a war is high morale. Like that's it. That's the key to everything. Is high morale. And knowing that you're not surrendering, you're not giving up, you're going to have victory. It almost doesn't matter what the the other force is. Look at the Alamo, right? 5,000 people against 180. Yeah, they may have lost the Battle of the Alamo, but they won the war. Maybe that's our position. Maybe that's our job here, to sacrifice ourselves for the greater victory to come. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, the bone broth. The, the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. It tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. InfoWars. InfoWars. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we still have so much to talk about. We're going to go out to your phone calls exclusively this segment. Just some of the headlines. If you want to look into them, you go to my Substack, HarrisonHillSmith.substack.com, or go to OffLimits.News to find a link. Uh, Israeli security expert behind worldwide election manipulation efforts. This from the J Post, uh, Jerusalem Post. Israeli security expert and founder of Dimomam International, Tal Hanan, found uh, to head a team working to manipulate global politics. It's a pretty wild story. It's called AIMS, the software that 
uh, software for hire that can control 30,000 fake online profiles. Pretty incredible stuff. We have this story. Uh, Australia's drug regulator hid child vaccine deaths to, quote, maintain public confidence. Very similar to the story we saw yesterday, the video that we showed yesterday where they were saying we didn't want to cover the migrant rape crisis because it proved the far right correct. Right. So they're willing to bury reality and let children suffer and die. Let little girls be uh, raped systematically by uh, entire hordes of men uh, rather than admit that we know what we're talking about over here on the right wing. Uh, WHO prepares for bird flu pandemic as U.S. produces new vaccines. Macron has a new great replacement scheme, sending 40 migrants to a small French village of less than 400 people, even though the locals uh, vehemently oppose it. This is so-called democracy under the new world order. It's also audio of the former CNN anchor Chris Cuomo saying he was, quote, going to kill everybody, including himself, after being fired. Gee, sell your soul to an evil organization to spread misery and then they turn on you? I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked and surprised. The evil organization didn't have your back? What? You sold your soul to the devil and then he abused you? What? I can't believe it, you idiot. Total moron. Uh, and there's even more, and there's more videos as well for um, the paying subscribers to uh, Off Limits News. There's a, a good 20 videos in there today. Uh, but in the meantime, let's go out to the phone calls. And I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything we do here. And uh, I don't know. All I'm going to say is I'm, I'm working as hard as I can uh, to save humanity. All we ask is that you support us in this mission, and it doesn't just go towards this show. Of course, the Alex Jones Show, our entire incredibly talented crew, who you've seen some of their skills on display today. Uh, but also the War Room and Bandot Video and all the great content creators there. It's your one-stop shop for saving humanity, InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we got to your phone calls. Let's go to Patriot in Texas. Uh, since I invoked your name earlier, even though I, <laughs> I, I usually don't go to go to things that, that are just compliments, but go ahead, Patriot uh, from Texas. You're on the air. How's it going, Harrison? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, hear you fine. All right. Uh, I just heard Kelly on the line and – I had a differing answer to his question than you did. I thought you had a, you know, probably the biggest beta answer to his question. Aww. His question was, what can we do? And you said, in a grocery store, we can talk to the old lady in line and tell them about Klaus Schwab. That's no, not no, no. Well, I, that was, I wasn't saying you should do that and that'll fix everything. I was saying that uh, you can't, like, you you have to understand how few people actually understand this stuff. And I was saying that as Overall, an example. that was your answer to his question. But, sure. you know, every time I tune into this show, it, I, I feel like I'm listening to the biggest beta performance <laughs> out of all the right-wing podcasts. Because all you do is complain about the other side and how much nonsense they're talking. But that doesn't solve anything. Okay. Um, every day it's, you know whining your your voice um your image uh i think you got to be more alpha when you're trying to combat these things at hand um you live in austin we're we're trying to change the world but uh -huh. my question to you is what have you done to change your own backyard uh, last time i checked austin's the most liberal city in the u.s uh -huh. uh, what have you done to change your city and if you can't change your own town how do you expect to change the whole world? Uh, okay, I uh, made a yeah. I made a commercial uh, so and got I, I made a commercial and got a uh, city council 
woman elected who has been a thorn in the side of the liberals the entire time. So I did that. I also I also have uh, two kids and I actually own a home here and I live next door to my family and we're sort of building a compound. I mean, well, what are you what are you getting at here, Patriot? I'm just I'm so confused. I went to one call I thought was going to be opposing me and it was it was pretty complimentary. And then I went to this one and he's he's calling me a beta. Tell you what. Uh, well, here's I'm my alpha saying, move. I'm Let's hang up on Patriot and go to Tim in California. Oh, it feels good to be an alpha. That was fun. Tim in California. You want to talk about a verboten secret city flyover by China? Go ahead. Yeah, we saw the last day before the shoot down of the first balloon that right at sunset, the residents of St. Louis, Missouri were seeing it. And then darkness fell. And then at first light, it was seen over Charlotte, North Carolina. And all you need to do is draw a line between those two, and you're going to see where it spent the night. And it spent the night over America's secret city, and that's Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we know that back in the day, it was where the Manhattan Project, it was also known as the Atomic City, and they basically put 60,000 people out of thin air there for multiple years, and nobody knew nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. And today... It's the home of the United States Department of Energy's largest multidisciplinary laboratory. And they admit on their website, you know, it's the Oak Ridge National Laboratory, so it's ornl.gov. There's more than 5,800 scientists there from more than 60 countries. And God only knows what they're really doing. But a couple of things I picked up was that they, uh, on May 30th of last year, they admitted we've, from scratch, created the number one largest supercomputer on the planet Earth the Frontier Supercomputer, and we broke exascale, or a quintillion calculations per second. And you lay a dollar bill down at a crime scene for scale. This would be if each person on Earth completed one calculation per second, it would take more than four years to do what an exascale computer can do in one second. So that... I'm guessing they might have some curiosity about that, but also they are this Fusion and Fission Energy and Science Directorate, the FFESD, and this is where uh, they're uh, leading the Transformational Challenge Reactor Program and the Material Plasma Exposure Experiment a future world-leading capability that will produce the extreme plasma environment to test materials for use in fusion energy devices. So there's all, I mean, there's untold numbers of secrets, and these clowns flew over in the cover of darkness, and I don't know if they could have absorbed info or hacked info or some of both. I don't know. But I know it was a waypoint and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, I, I did not know that at all. So I, I thank you for that call. That That's a extremely informative. Yeah, you just threw a bunch of information at us, gave us a bunch of uh, rabbit trails to, to follow. That, yeah, that was, that was a lot, Tim. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, I do want to get to another call here, but uh, – yeah, I got I got nothing to add to that. You're exactly right. I, I will ask uh, David Pine about that because I know he's been uh, really writing a lot about the uh, geopolitical implications of the Chinese balloon flyover, and he has expertise in this matter. So I'll make sure to ask him about Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and the uh, balloon flyover. Thanks for that call, Tim. Uh, brilliant stuff. 
you should call in more. Let's go to uh, Brett in Pennsylvania. Uh, you're sort of echoing uh, what, what we've heard from college today. It takes more than awareness to get the action that we need. It is the first start, though, Brett, but go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. How you doing? Good. Keep up the good work. Uh, that, and that kind of segues into the point. Um, like people like myself, I've been awake since young childhood in the 90s, my family even earlier, so partly thanks to people like Alex. Um, I actually went to school thinking that everybody knew about Bill Gates and his vaccines. And it was in first grade when I started mentioning that that stuff that they started subsequently drugging me with amphetamines and SSRIs. Oh, no. But um, but um, I kind of thought of that while I was waiting in the call. Forgive me. But, but to get to the point, the, being awake is great, but it actually takes conscious awareness and participation. Because, again, over the decades, I've seen plenty of people be awake, but they either they like they have their off-grid properties and whatever, or they kind of just get so terrified they go into a cocoon and go, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anymore. I know it's bad. I know, every, I, I know, but I just can't deal with it. So it's, it takes more than awareness. It takes participation, active participation in some form or another. You can be aware and it's still like just curled up in a ball, rolling back and forth, and just streaking in fear, you know? Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, what do you think, what's the action that we need to take? I just think people just need to pay, pay attention. I mean, not you guys, not you guys, obviously not myself, but like so many people I know, most of the people I know, know what's going on, but they don't want to know what's going on now. Hmm. I think they have to be paying attention to current events, what's actually happening and actually inform others of what's going on to wake more people up. We'll tell you what the, the, the yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the for the call, Brett. Um, yeah, the vaccine's a great example. Once you're aware of the vaccine, you just don't get the vaccine. Vaccine defeated, personally at least. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago, and today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.